Hello and welcome to episode 4-0 of the 2 and 3 show. That's episode 40, baby. 4-0. God damn. You know something something been around when it's on episode 40. Like, you know when a nigga age 40 and he's in the club? It just don't sound the same. Like, how are you older than the bouncer? That's when you know something's wrong. You should never be older than the bouncer. No ways. Mm-mm. Bouncer looking at you like, damn. One day I want to be like him when I'm older. That's wrong. But anyway, let's get into this week's topic, man. Uh, it's a cold week, first of all. Before I even get into that, it's cold as fuck. I just want to get that out of the way. I don't know what's happening with this winter. I don't know who's in charge. But speaking of cold situations, topic for this week is basically how to save a relationship. And I say cold because this is usually when you reach that stage of a relationship where there's just a lot going wrong. And I'm not really talking about cheating and all this stuff that obviously would hamper a relationship. I mean, it's normal life issues, you know. And I just realized there's a lot of times where these situations can be saved by conversation. And when I say a conversation, I don't mean literally one conversation, but like, they can be saved by talking things through but a lot of times people don't know what to say when to say it or how to say it or how to address it and it only happens when it's just one week too late which means no one's really trying to save it anymore so i just decided you know what let me spend some time and talk about you know a few just conversations that one should have in a relationship whether before these problems arise or after it's not necessarily me saying how to save it doesn't mean you're saving it once it's already ruined i mean just things that should always be spoken about but more importantly if you can feel there's a disconnect in the relationship and then we'll chat about some new music but welcome back to those who are coming back and welcome to those who are new to the two and three show now i feel like in a topic like this i need to always make it clear that i just remind people you don't always find the perfect person at the perfect time and even if it's the perfect time it's really hard to find that perfect person you find someone who gives you a lot of what you're looking for and you grow to become perfect for each other and there are various ways in which that happens you know like that's i could have a whole other episode about that but basically you you learn to love and you learn to become one mold and you become one person over conversations over you know acts and over services and there's so many things that happen in a relationship before you find that that perfect person you know which is why a lot of people you hear them say the perfect person was there the whole time i just had to find them it's it's sometimes even finding it within someone that you already know i'm not talking about male best friends no i just mean you sometimes meet someone and you can tell that you know what here yeah, i could be happy and i already feel happy but this could really be my forever and it takes time you know and a lot of the times you you might think it's not and it's not the person and 
maybe I was wrong. And maybe it's six, seven, eight months later. Maybe it's a year later. Maybe it's two years later. Time isn't really a factor. It's about what's happening in your relationship. Where you might start asking yourself, is this really what I wanted? Or did I just settle? Or did I just take the first person that put a smile on my face? And these things happen. You know, these questions happen in a relationship. You sit and you ask yourself these things, you know. And it sometimes happens very late in a relationship. Three years deep, you know, where you really ask yourself, is this my forever? And this is where I get to the point where I say, you now looking to save a relationship. And obviously this is for people who really do want to save it and really do look at their partner and think, this doesn't feel perfect anymore, but I wanted to feel that way. And I want us to get back to how I once felt. And I want to get back to telling myself that this is my forever. And there's a few ways and a few things you can do to get there, you know. And I'm just going to talk about a few of those. And just right away, the first thing that's really important is reevaluating the reasons why you're together. You know, it's really important. Like, and I say this for me, even in terms of work and everything, it's just a general thing you should always do is ask yourself, why am I in this position? How did I get here? Why did I get here? But specifically for a relationship, it's really important because you remind yourself of everything that's happened and with everything you guys have been through, there's a reason why you stuck it out. There's a reason why you've grown closer. There's a reason why things have grown to the point where let's say you probably live together now you share a dog you you know buy each other expensive gifts it's it's not really about the what it's about the fact that the relationship has grown way further than just boyfriend and girlfriend you know you might know each other's families and all of these things is an important chat you know and this obviously is not a comfortable conversation sometimes you know it's Sometimes something where you happen over a space of time. Sometimes it's just you sit down and you're like, babe, listen, I just feel like there's a lot we need to talk about. And like, it's not to say that I want out. I just want us to reevaluate and see where we are. And when I say the stuff like the reasons why you're together, I mean, you, you ask yourself and you ask each other, you know, like, what was it about me? What was it about us that made this what you want? And why you want to be here and reevaluating the difference between then and now and what changes have happened in that space of time to see whether or not there's been factors within the last few months or last few years or it's just a matter of we just have been moving at such a rate that we haven't really taken time to appreciate how far we've come what we've been through together what we've built together what we've basically done to call us us so it's a really really important conversation to have and to just reevaluate everything you know just sitting back and looking and being like okay we're here now but man how did this happen another thing that i always find really important is looking at the influences around your relationship and i think we all get lost in this as the relationship goes because of something very simple. The more we become close, the more we make our lives closer. So 
as much as we try to avoid it, you know my friends. You might be, not become friends with my friends, but you become cool with my friends. You might communicate with some of my friends, maybe to find out where I am, maybe to, you know, plan something. You might know one or two of my family members. But sometimes that, and obviously putting things on social media and starting to be public, that can also have an adverse effect because what happens is everyone that I just mentioned, sometimes in a very slight way and sometimes in a very big way, have a say in your relationship. They will have comments, they will have opinions, they will have, uh, I know this because I've been here sort of things and those things can really affect a relationship and these things happen in such small ways I mean I could have a fallout with my partner maybe at a restaurant and your friend sees it my friends see it I get back to my friends and they are like yo man what happened what's going on with your relationship you know and I'm here like yo man actually we've been having this problem about this 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 and I get my opinion from my people. You talk to your friends. You get your opinion. We sit down in our home and we have preconceived responses and thoughts about the situation without actually breaking it down to each other, which then already creates a space of, I want to call it animosity, but it's also just a space of, I'm not even trying to listen to my partner anymore. I have what I've been told is is what the truth is and it's how i should feel and things i should say and now i just want to address that i don't even want to sit and be like but now how did we get here and what what does me and my partner what do we normally do when we're in this situation or we, it's a new because we've never been in this situation but how do we want to deal with it we're not thinking like that we're thinking uh tabi saying sipo what 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 they decided to tell us how to behave and things to say and things to not address Mm. easy example i'm having a dispute with you because i just feel like there's this mate of yours coming from Joburg, and i've never met him before and yeah he notices me and he's acknowledged that i exist but the way he acts around you does not give me the sign that he respects me as your partner now i could easily have this conversation with you and i could want to and have so much to say in a very respectful and very open and honest conversation manner and then i go to my niggas and then the niggas are like yo man nah bruh like listen don't even address this shit bro it's gonna make you look weak don't don't tell your girl that you you feel some type of way because now She's going to think, nah, my boyfriend has trust issues. What the, Now she's going she's gonna to feel stuck. Don't say anything, bro. Now you might have thought that, hey, I wasn't comfortable with what, you know, this friend of mine was doing to my boyfriend or the way he was acting. But it's something I do want to address. And you come to me and you're like, yo, babe, man. Uh, so you met my friend Sipo. Like, what do you think about? And I'm just there like, nah, I'm cool. He's a cool nigga, whatever. You see how having these external factors now as my partner you're thinking you know what man okay he doesn't seem to have a problem and then we continue six months down the line i now hate this friend of yours and you now don't understand what's going on because when you wanted to address this initially i shrugged it off because my mates told me that if i address this 
I'm going to come off as weak. It's a small example, but it's an example of how easily external factors can really, really mess up a relationship. So you need to sometimes just analyze who is in your ear and be honest with each other about that and really start to bring your relationship back to just about you and the person you're with. And having that open communication with your partner about everything that's happening in the relationship and making it about you and them, not about your mates, your family, your mom, your dad, because at the end of the day, when you sleep at night, it's only you and your partner. Now, with this one, it's a lot more simple. And I think this one really, it's, it's everyone's probably weakest point in a relationship and i've seen millions of arguments and i when i say millions i mean literally since varsity people argue about the exact same thing and it's the boundaries factor and in in addition to the boundaries factor it's the boundaries factor but you also keeping your own word with the boundaries that you want yes as human beings we might not be the same in terms of things we're not comfortable with or things that we do want or don't but at the same time also respect that your partner feels a certain way don't make a decision because you feel like yeah i don't mind but you mind so let's make it one-sided no and i've seen so many of these fights where someone literally says in these words how would you feel if i did this to you you would be so mad if I did this. And I hear the same answer so many times. Yeah, but you've always been cool with this. But that doesn't make it okay. And I think that's the issue that I think it becomes such an underlying sort of just chilling their fight because it's always going to happen. Because as long as I keep telling myself that you are cool with this, even though I wouldn't be, I'm going to keep doing it. Whereas if I sit the similar principles to yourself and myself and i set similar standards it'll make for such an easy relationship now this is as easy as when you feel as though with your partner you'd like for them to as much as you wouldn't want for them to text you throughout the night when they go out without you you'd like to have a general understanding of okay where are you going who are you going with cool are you guys having a good time? Sharp. Uh, time are you getting home? Okay, cool. If anything changes, communicate that with me. Right? Cool. And not making reckless decisions knowing that you've got a partner. It's something simple like that. Now, people have this thing where it's so easy to sit at home and be the one saying all these things and saying that, yo, nah, like, how come you did this? And Nah, like, why would you go here? And why would you end up in Camus Bay? Why would you not text me? Like, how could you be quiet for three hours? Cool. But when the tables turn, remember all of those conversations. You know, it's it can't be a situation where... And I see this with a lot of gents also. You know, I'm, I, I don't like, like dragging specific people or specific genders. But, like, I see this with a lot of gents. And I'm just like... You can't be mad at your girl for texting you while you're out or trying to get a hold of you or does not understanding why you are not home. Let's say it's 3 a.m. and you're still out. She's not understanding what's going on. 
Because when you do the shit, you, when you sit at home and she does this, you'd lose your mind if she got home at 3 a.m. Now, simply setting a similar standard for yourself and your partner negates so many fights. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, guys, let's be honest. If you're in a loving, happy relationship, yes, everyone wants to go out. Everyone wants to have a good time. You want to be with your friends outside of your relationship. But remember, you are in a relationship. Never forget that. And there's someone out there waiting for you to get home. They want you to have a good time. But don't cause the good time to be the reason why home is messed up. And that's always my chat. Home should never have to be a compromise. Like, you shouldn't be at the club and you're like, Ah, fuck it, man. I'm going to go home at four. Yeah, I know my girl's going to be mad at me, but like, fuck, bro. It's fun. Like, it's fun here. Like, come on, I don't want to go. But like, really, that extra two hours you're spending in the club, extra three hours to pop that extra bottle, to spend that extra 2K, to possibly make a decision you might regret. Is it really worthwhile when you could just take an Uber at midnight, get home to your girl, Take a shower, look at your girl, tell her you love her, cuddle and fall asleep after having the time of your life with your mates. And it's as simple as that. It's setting these boundaries with each other, but also understanding that just because I seem to be okay with it doesn't mean that you have to go off and just do whatever you want. You know, match, match my levels. You know, it's a two-way street at the end of the day. If you match my levels, I also understand that, look, when it's her, she really does show up and she does do the right thing. Why must I be the reason why it's not a two-way thing? Let me also come right. Now, this is a very counterintuitive one, but as soon as I said, we all know it, which is why I won't spend too much time on it. It's living a life outside of your relationship. So many people feel choked and strangled and just suffocated in their relationship and I, I sound drastic but they really just feel like I can't live outside of my relationship because it's all I do I wake up with my partner I go to work text my partner call my partner come home to my partner we go out as partners weekend we're together as partners I visit my family with my partner you feel as though you never get time to breathe and it's so important to breathe outside of your relationship and allowing this to happen. And I say allowing in terms of not it not being a situation where it's only happening because if it doesn't, it's going to be a fight. Or even when it happens, it doesn't feel natural. It feels like, okay, I've got six hours. Let me, let me make the most out of the six hours. No. Being healthy enough to just be able to be like, yo, I'm just going to go grab some coffee quickly i'll be back or i just want to go see my family or i'm just gonna go see a friend and it being okay you know especially when you get to the point where your relationship is that close where in in a seven day week at least five of those days you're spending together you know at that stage you really are one in the same so you want that time away and i i genuinely believe in absence making the heart grow fonder is if not if the absence isn't, you know, prolonged, you know, I don't believe in too much absence, but, you know, a day without you can do so much good when it comes to seeing you again, because I remember my life outside of you and I 
don't want it you know i might make myself coffee and i'm like man it just doesn't taste the same because you not making it the way you normally do you know you just you got that formula to it that i just i don't know how to do it you know you might be picking out dresses and you're like it's just not the same when he's not here to tell me which one not to use because i know whatever he picks i'm not wearing that shit you know so you learn that and you you really remember that about the relationship and like yo man we really we really are made to be together because when we are apart it i miss you it's nice to take that break away from you but man i miss you you know so always remember to take time away from each other uh i think just skipping right into the next one i i think it goes back to actually what i said i think a few topics ago which is this whole thing of just being honest with each other and you know having these chats about things that you're uncomfortable and it, it's linked to that which is relationship fears you know and i i think it's a conversation like i personally believe should happen from the jump you know it's it's it shows yes it shows your vulnerability and it shows that you are someone who is willing to accept and acknowledge that look this does um get to me or this type of thing does make me uncomfortable but you are vulnerable and you're honest about it and no matter what may happen in future it's something that you've addressed so i really really believe in talking about your fears talking about things that you you pray never happen in your relationship or things that have happened before and you never want to happen again i remember growing up i used to hear this thing where it's like never talk about your ex and what that to your future partner but i feel like it's usually really important to address your fears and your your doubts and your the reason why you were single sometimes or you know things that might trigger you more than the average person have those conversations because without those i don't know sometimes if i'm doing the wrong thing and i'm not realizing it because to me it's just a normal thing but to you it's such a trigger and it's such a a a thing that takes you three steps back that it hurts you know and is again intrinsically linked to the next one which is fighting style you know like watching how you guys fight and how you deal with conflict resolution because over time you might lose it i've been there before where at first fixing fights was walk in the park then over time because over time you learn about each other you you also have habits it's you, you start hearing lines like yeah you always do this you know and this is one thing about you is that you always attack me like this or you always respond like this or you always shut down like this so reflecting on that bringing yourself back together and being like listen if we're having a fight like this can we start addressing things in this manner especially when you start knowing each other like that should be able to say look i know that you don't like talking about this like this like this you don't like having fights here 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 and this is what makes you go over the edge so let's both not get each other to lose ourselves in the fight and let's look at what our strengths and weaknesses are when we're not okay and let's stick to that let's not go overboard let's just stick to that little mold And I think that the last thing I want to talk about, I mean, I could talk with, with a topic like this, there's really like a thousand things I could talk about, but I try to just 
generalize and talk about a few things just so that you can have a, a, a natural like normal idea of things you should do and not do and just how to get back to being in love again and the reason why i'm closing off with this one is because of that at the end of the day a relationship is about two people becoming one you know that's that's really the just of a relationship you you become yes you are always going to be two individuals but you create this one being that has the same goals the same agenda the same idea when it comes to love and when it comes to future plans when it comes to being together forever and the best way to make sure this never changes is spending time together now this can happen in many ways it's planning a trip together i've seen the excitement that comes with planning a trip together i've seen how it can just bring alive a relationship you know just from planning it together from man like yo let's let's do bali you know like okay cool we'll have to cover this oh shit like okay now we're gonna have to spend less on this 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 it makes the next four or five months something to look forward to because you're already and that's the thing about a relationship it's constant work and it's constant you know you, you need those things you need fuel you need something to drive it to keep it going yes you as each other will always be the reason why you're together but things like that make the relationship just jump doing something special for each other you know like even as the, the one singular partner just deciding you know what this saturday i'm gonna make a picnic vibe for this one you know it's it's stuff we see on social media and i i don't think a lot of people understand that people will only post those type of things everything else i mentioned usually will go unnoticed in a relationship and it's why i talk about these things but the things that you see on social media are important it's just that they're not a standalone factor you don't sit and just spoil your partner all the time it's not gonna it's nice for one person who's being spoiled all the time but it's not it's not gonna do much for the relationship but you if you're doing it in conjunction with everything i said i've used so many big words today yo i just want to pause and just talk about that like bruh guys it's me dog it's me dog it's 213 <laughs> it's 213 with the big words in it in it okay back to the topic like it's really important for me like for people to be able to do that like show each other love show each other care show each other that i i want this to be more than just a relationship that i just have i want this to be my everything i want it to be fun for me i want i want to wake up in the morning happy to be in this relationship and happy to think of ways to make it better and eventually you'll get there but the first thing is saving the relationship now i really hope that you understand in finishing off this topic that the whole point of it is not necessarily doing all of the stuff when things are at their worst it's about listening to this and asking yourself are we doing all of this is this a problem in my relationship is it not but let me just make sure all ground has been covered so if you do that and you guys are happy and you feel good and even if you're single when you do get into a relationship please remember everything that i'm saying i beg i beg now i beg now but yeah 
that's it for this week's topic. Let's talk about some new music, baby. Yo, 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 before we get there, before we get there, you know what I got. You know what I got. Got that bride knowledge for you. Bride knowledge. Things you didn't realize you need to know till I told you about them. Bride knowledge. I want to talk about something that I've been dealing with for the past while. Um, if you know me closely, you know that I've, I've, I've been trying to secure a place uh, to stay uh, outside of home, at my own place. And man, why does nobody talk about how difficult it is to get an apartment? Oh my God. So I want to just talk about that quickly. Uh, for those who are either one struggling or number two are thinking of getting to the stage number one single uh, studio one bedrooms are retardedly expensive especially in Cape Town so if you can try to move in with someone it is you'll see with the costs and the prices especially in the southern suburbs you are more likely to get a better deal moving in with someone than moving in alone number two budget ahead because deposit and months and one month's rent is not a joke it's you're not looking at anything under usually under 25k so always 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 have a budget have that money ready if you don't have a nine to five if you have a nine to five do that shit still have it ready because it's gonna fuck with your whole budget um and this is obviously for two bedroom whatever whatever usually looking at about 25 if not more um number three try to negotiate not paying it all in once so usually you can negotiate that you don't pay the entire deposit in one month you pay half the deposit this month and the next in the second month um it's just better for you it's hard to take out that much money you know off the off the jump so try to negotiate those try to see if you can get a better deal in terms of that uh always go view um some of these places are really wow the word photographed 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 yeah they really photographed well but like in real life they're not that bomb so you really want to take that 10 minutes to just go view see what it's like see what it's about um what else do i feel like i really needed to mention uh yeah put money aside it it's expensive Guys, I always tell people, people who have a house and a car and they're paying for both, I don't know how. I, I, I don't know how. I don't, I'm doing pretty well, but like, I still don't know how I could afford that. I don't know. It's just, it doesn't make sense to me. So budget really well. And yeah, you should be fine. Like Also, if you're struggling to get a place, you should contact the agencies and give them your budget. Give them the type of place you're looking for. And it might not be the place you're seeing on Property24, but they can get you something similar. So always be open and honest with these agencies because they can really help. Uh, try Property24, private property. And then from there, you obviously get in contact with the agency and they should be able to help you. But yeah, anything else, just DM me, ask me. I've Because I've been looking, I really know more than I ever thought I would. So hit a nigga up. And finally, some new music news. Now, this week was another good week. Solid, solid week of new music. Uh, Let me get straight into it, actually. Willow Smith dropped Lately I Feel Everything. Capital letters on the everything. 
I actually gave it a listen. I knew, first of all, from the jump that like Willow is making, she has a very specific target market and they love her music. But it's not for me. It's more like rock and I forgot what else to call it. Pop. I don't want to say pop, but like sort of that punk rock feel. And it's really cool, but like just it's not for me. But you should give it a listen if you're on that buzz and you're just open to just listening to new music. You know, I mean, the fact that she's got people like Travis Barker on her album, which is like a drummer slash, you know, musician. Well, drummers are musicians, but you get my point. And yeah, like it's, it's a good album. But for the people that listen to that kind of music. Uh, next, Tejo dropped, locally, Tejo dropped uh, three piece, which is three new songs packaged into like a sort of EP, I guess. Uh, I listened to it. It was pretty damn dope. Uh, it's got Blackie, Flame, Shekina, 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 I think it's Shekina on it. And yeah, yeah, yeah like three pretty dope songs like Tejo for me is a type of artist that I just feel like I still have faith in I still feel like he's gonna pop like it has to happen you know I think with the family tree thing it kind of put a pause on things and kind of made things drag a bit but he, he still got the talent a lot of it then Unlimited Soul and Devin Gogo dropped Breakthrough it was a piano uh, EP five songs Favorite song is six to six. Just it's just bangers. I think once we get to level three, we're gonna hear a lot of those songs. Uh, it's it's really just one of those where you're like, yeah, can you like it's just it's a bangers, man. Like I've never heard something like that just has bangers like that. Like it's just bangers. There's nothing else to say. It's just bangers. Then Pop Smoke dropped Faith. Well, Pop Smoke's label dropped Faith. Again, it's Pop Smoke, bro. Pop Smoke, he just... It's sad when you listen to this music because you realize just how much he had coming for us and, like, how much talent that man had, you know? So, RIP to him. Um, I really hope that people still listen to his music because, look, talent is there, bro. It really is there. Then, singles. Swedish House Mafia dropped It Gets Better. Swedish House Mafia is back, apparently, after that split years ago i'm sure it's almost 10 years ago now so they're back um i'm not really a fan of the new song but i feel like it can get better uh maybe they're gonna drop some more that really is 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 heat uh nomani dropped a song with cardi b called Wildside. dope dope song i saw cardi b promoing that fully pregnant still killing it like man cardi b is a workaholic and for me i i'm a big fan of that like she just she knows she knows when work needs to be done work needs to be done then finally the song i want to talk about is trap jumping by 25k 25k is finally giving us his album this friday which if you listen to this episode on the day it drops will be tomorrow but if you don't it would have dropped already and please listen to trap jumping like and the album that he's gonna drop 25k like big deal big big deal big deal big deal big trapper big big trapper i'm a huge fan so please give that a listen and yeah man i feel like i flooded you guys with new music today i i really try to give myself time to listen to a lot this time uh because i feel like i haven't been trying to catch up as quickly as the music drops because a lot of music drops but nigga just trying to do better you know what i mean you wanna see me do better? You gotta listen to Do Better by Gunner. Oh my god, what a banger.
But that's it for this weekend and this week. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting me, posting. Fuck, that shit matters, bruh. And I always told you guys that shit matters. Now we on the top three of the charts. What? Top three? Are you crazy? Crazy. I had planned to take a bit of a hiatus after this episode, but I'm just undecided at this point. So we'll see how the week goes. And I communicated well. But with that being said, that wraps up this week's episode of the 213 Show. I appreciate you. Nothing but love. Have a good one.